1: I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. Two days to the big Brexit vote. Will the United Kingdom vote to leave the European Union? The polls suggest that the vote will be uh, heading toward remain, stay in the EU. Nevertheless, markets and central banks around the world remain on high alert, Pim. And we're going to go to look now not just at what the vote means on Friday, but what the longer-term consequences will be?
3: Yes, we've got Alberto Gallo, portfolio manager, head of macro strategies at Algebra Investments. Right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for a
2: Bloomberg Business Flash. And thank you, Pim. Thank you, Kathleen. Stocks fluctuating right now: the Dow, the S and P, Nasdaq, all advancing. We do have the S and P 500 index up seven points to 2,090, a gain of four tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up 45, a gain of three-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up three points, a gain of 0.1%. Fed Chair Janet Yellen today signaling more caution on the economic outlook for comments coming in testimony that we carried live right here on Bloomberg Radio. Equities have zigzagged as energy producers rose for a third session, the longest in two months, even as crude prices drop. West Texas Intermediate Crude down now by 52 cents, 48.85 a barrel, a drop there of 1%. Apple shares, they're climbing by 1%, leading tech shares higher. Now, what about the big picture in terms of the economy? Peter Orzag is uh, managing director at Lazard and former Director of the Office of Management and Budget, he's also a Bloomberg View columnist.
4: Well, here's the thing: the economy is kind of meh, to use a technical term. It's not great, it's not terrible, and the problem is with growth rates that are, you know, one and a half to two percent. Uh, you can have really bad, ostensibly really bad numbers that are close to zero, much more likely than if we were growing at three three percent. When a bad number would then be, you know, a one and a half percent uh, rate. So one of the dimensions here is that we're kind of skirting effectively the plane is just barely flying and that's a dangerous situation
2: and at 232 on wall street now let's take a look at other news from around the world on bloomberg radio Thank you, Charlie, from the
0: Bloomberg Newsroom. I'm Ramey Innocencio. This news update is brought to you by Willoughby's since 1898. New York City's boutique camera store for precision-crafted Hasselblad and Leica cameras, plus a full selection of GoPro action adventure cameras. Willoughby's, corner of 5th Avenue and 31st Street. Hillary Clinton's campaign is attacking Donald Trump's economic strategy in a speech in Ohio today. Clinton said Trump's tax plan will only put our country in more debt.
1: According to the Independent Tax Policy Center, it would increase the national debt by more than $30 trillion over 20 years. That's trillion with a T.
0: Donald Trump is making his first direct email pitch for campaign donations. He's vowing to match up to $2 million in contributions. Up until now, Trump has largely funded his Republican presidential primary campaign with his own money, spending about $46 million over the past year. The White House is slamming the Senate for rejecting a series of gun control measures in the wake of the Orlando mass shooting. Press Secretary Josh Earnest says lawmakers are all talk when it comes to keeping a gun out of the hands of suspected terrorists. Continue to protect a loophole that allows individuals who are suspected of having ties to terrorism to be able to walk into a gun store and buy a gun. And authorities say an eviction warrant has led to the discovery of a massive counterfeit designer goods operation on Long Island. Newsday reports Nassau police found 3,000 boxes stuffed with clothes and merchandise at a 5,000-square-foot warehouse in Newcastle. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Rami Innocencio. This is Bloomberg. Charlie.
2: And again, recapping, stocks higher, S&P up 7 now to 2,090, a gain of four-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pelleton. and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Charlie Pellet. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio.
1: Two days to go until the United Kingdom votes on whether or not to stay or go. Whether or not to leave the European Union. This is the famous Brexit vote. In fact, today the poll's getting very close again between the remains and the brexits those in the latest ig Servation poll in the uk put the remain vote at 45 percent and leave with 44 percent last few days the polls had swung more in the direction of remain we are now going to take an in-depth look at where this vote is, where it's heading and what it means for the UK, for the European Union and the markets with our Alberto Gallo, not only author of The Silver Bullet, a great read on uh, the markets around the world. He is portfolio manager and head of macro strategies at Algebra Investments. Alberto, welcome and uh, congratulations on your new role.
4: Thanks, Kathleen. Hi. So, uh, we're all watching the, the polls, uh, and you know the, the base case we have is that there's going to be a small victory for Remain, but obviously the, the swings can be, the last minute swings can be very large, as we have learned from past referendums here in the UK.
3: So, Belter, is there a macro credit trade to be put on in anticipation of what you describe?
4: Look, the Most people have gone on the sidelines, so there's a lot of cash on portfolios. So if there is a remain, obviously you're going to have a rally in stocks and you're probably going to have a bit more rally in sterling towards one and a half, 1.5 versus the dollar. But we also want to have some hedges because even though it's a low probability, uh, you know, less than 50%, it's still very possible that you have a leave vote, and that could unleash a series of political consequences. It would come; it would make periphery risk come back. Uh, so Greece, Portugal, you know, look relatively weak uh, fundamentally, and also especially in case of a Brexit. And and you know, these government bonds would would go up in yield uh, by at least one percent uh, in in case of a Brexit, if not more. So we're you know we're um, cautiously optimistic here, but we're still keeping some hedges, uh, particularly Greece and Portugal in particular, looks like the weak link in the periphery. It's kept in the ECB quantitative easing program only by one rating agency.
1: Well, of course, I think that the broader fear for central banks and, of course, the European Central Bank has made it clear that it's ready to take steps. And uh, in fact, uh there's the, the the six currency uh, swap arrangement is in play apparently, so there could be big steps to support the pound if the vote is to leave and the pound gets hammered. Uh, you call the relationship between the UK and the EU a troubled love story. Uh, you note that the UK's already had what four opt-outs. If they go, Alberto, this is not just they leave tomorrow. This takes a while. What does that mean for financial markets?
4: If if Britain votes, if there is a two-year period of complete uncertainty during which there will be negotiations around the exit, which needs to be voted by EU member countries. During this period, also, the UK will have to negotiate trade agreements with over 100 countries uh, on its own. Uh, and... and um, you have really two scenarios here, a good friendly exit where the UK would be allowed and you know, on some leeway by the EU, but also bad exit where Germany could and France could toughen the rules, uh, also withdraw some banks from London. Uh, the ECB could uh, not allow clearing of euro or government bonds in London, for example, and some other restrictions. Uh, and all of this could mean a big loss for the UK economy. And this is the most likely scenario if leave uh, gets voted that, that you have a slowdown in growth. I also have to say all this, ref, all this uh, comes into a situation where the UK the recovery is already, is already slowing down. There's been a lot of spending in the first years of the of the Cameron Osborne government. But after election, uh, there, there needs to be so – in, in after 2015, we're looking at austerity. We're looking at cuts in spending. Uh, we're looking at higher taxes, at slowdown in housing prices. So the U.K. has a twin deficit, very high deficit. It relies on capital – Coming to the U.K. as a safe haven, the more uncertainty you, you introduce, the more votes, the more uncertain situation is, the less capital is going to come here, and, and, and this is going to really affect the U.K. economy negatively. Uh, so, you know, a leave vote is really bad. Even without a leave vote would Remain, still the recovery is going to be weak.
3: Alberto, i just give you about 30 seconds here. I'm wondering if you could tell us the sovereign credits, uh, government bonds around the world that you favor for investors.
4: Okay, I, I think that um we're gonna be in a in a QE infinity low yield environment for a long time. You know, treasuries will go lower, inflation is nowhere. Where it should be, uh, I think Greece is on a path to recovery. It's going to be volatile during the uh, vote here in the UK as a, as a sort of proxy risk country. But I think Greece is recovering. And Spain as well has elections next weekend. But I think it's going to be a better vote and they will be able to form a government.
3: Thank you very much for spending time with us. Alberto Gallo is portfolio manager and head of a macro strategies at Algebras Investments based in London. Speaking about the Brexit vote, which takes place this Thursday, June the 23rd, we'll find out whether the United Kingdom will remain united with Europe or whether it will vote to leave. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio.
1: Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by T2 Computing, a new kind of IT solutions company for workflow, mobility, and infrastructure. Let them explain how their expertise can help you gain greater business value. Visit t2computing.com for more information. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.